Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 18 of A Couple of Creeps podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, and I'm joined once again by Simply Whelmed. By Simply Whelmed host Colin and his co host and co creator, Chris. That would be my big fat ass. (laughs) They're currently eating the birthday cake balls from Target. Yeah. They're good, but man, I can only eat one. Yeah, they're not bad, but they are rich. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but if you're trying to like track calories, you can eat like 30, it's 20, isn't it? 20 pieces for like 130 calories. Yeah. We're not, it's not a sponsor. Well, I know. I was just saying for my people out there. You got to sell them on it. I was just saying. Target can do it themselves. I was just saying. Or or the Tiki Talks, because that's where I saw them the first Mm. time. Probably paid for by this company or Target. Yeah. I always say, uh. I can eat anything I want mm-hmm. and not, you know, worry about the calories if I just don't look at them. Yeah. Or if you throw up before you digest. Bingo. My favorite <laughs> phrase is um, calories don't count outside your zip code. <laughs> if you're traveling, you don't get calories. Mm-mm. Well, now if like you're on a business trip, they count. But like when we're vacation. All on vacation. It's open season. It's open season. <laughs> We're hunting. It's on site. If I see it, I like it. I want it. I eat it. Yeah. Calories don't count. Mm-mm. Plus, chances are you're probably sweating them off anyway. Potentially. Potentially. No. I might vacation like I'm on the Axiom. <laughs> <laughs> Just floating in a hover chair drinking smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the name of the ship in Wally is the Axiom? Uh-huh. Or just the future people from Wally. That's literally what I'm talking about. The Axiom. Is oh. the ship from Wally. From the ship. As I just said. <laughs> just said, the ship from Wally. She's like, or the future people from Wally. I'm like, yes, bingo. I apparently was not listening. <laughs> you just mm-mm, glassed over. <laughs> I zoned out. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about this week, baby? <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the Slenderman stabbings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen up, all my murder kittens. <laughs> <laughs> all my murder babies. Listen what I got for you this week. Mommy's bringing you the deets. <laughs> He's bringing you the deets. Mother has got details. <laughs> Mother's milk. <laughs> the biscuits are cold, but the tea is hot. So grab your cup and let's crack. That's right. All right. So I have it kind of broken down. So I, I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you some stuff about Slender Man, what led up to it, and then the aftermath, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, lay it on us. So on May 31st, 2014... In Waukesha, Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser, lured their friend Peyton Lutner into a forest and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to appease the fictional character Slenderman. Geyser, I barely know her. I, I <laughs> saw that one of the girls involved in this game was Morgan, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, fuck me. Yeah, next makes sense. Uh, it tracks. Peyton Lutner crawled to a road because she's the one that was stabbed 19 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lutner crawled to a road where she was found and recovered after six days in the hospital. Yeah, I remember that she lived and it was like, how? She's yeah. a trooper. Yeah. Weir and Geyser. 19 stab wounds is a lot. Yeah. Weir and Geyser were found not guilty by mental disease or defect and committed to mental health in- institutions for sentences of 25 years to life and 40 years to life. Mm-hmm. By any chance, does it say where she was stabbed exactly? Yeah, it when I'm talking about it. Later. Okay. Yeah. However, after seven years, 
Weir was granted early release and will be under supervision until age 37. One of them's out? Yeah. One of them them is out. It's a good thing we don't travel to Wisconsin a whole lot. Doesn't mean she can't travel. Well, no. When I talk about it further down. Okay. All right. All I'm saying is I think you should probably lock your bedroom door at night and lock your windows just to be safe. Nosy fucking co-host. What do you fucking want us to be here for? (laughs) To engage or to just look at you? Yes. (laughs) Am am I the drama? Am I the drama? Is it me? Am I the drama? Yes. Probably. So, Slender Man. Just in case you don't know who he is, Slender Man is a fictional entity created on the Something Awful online forums for a 2009 Photoshop paranormal image contest. The Slender Man myths were later expanded by a number of other people who created fan fiction and artistic depictions of the entity. Mm-hmm. Marble S- Hornets. Mm-hmm. Those are good. You and I watched that. Mm-hmm. Slender Man is a tall, thin character with a featureless white face and head. He is depicted as wearing a black suit and is sometimes shown with tentacles growing out of his back. According to the Slender Man myths, the entity can cause amnesia, bouts of coughing, and paranoid behavior in individuals. He is often depicted hiding in forests. So that's Slender Man. You ever uh, play Slender the Game? The eight pages? Yeah, I watched you play it. That shit's spoopy. Yeah. It does eventually lose its charm, but yeah, at it'll first, scare the shit out yeah. of you at first. Like when you're looking for like the first three well, or four there's like eight pages. pages. Yeah. And yeah, you play it a few times, then eventually you're just like, shit. It just yeah. gets annoying of like losing. But at first, I remember being a, a young man in high school, and that's scaring the piss out of me. Mm-hmm. I remember eighth grade, I went over to a buddy's house and we're spending the night. It was 2 or 3 a.m., and he's like, you want to play Slenderman? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And just scared the <laughs> shit out of me. I was like, you know, man, I don't like this game anymore. We should probably just turn it off. Yeah, I'll just this call it quits. Stupid. Let's just watch movies instead. Yeah, yeah, we should just watch Cars instead. <laughs> Let's watch Golden Girls, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. For just, no reason. Let's just watch the Golden Girls. Let's just watch something really nice and peaceful. The events of the attack. <clears throat> the stabbing took place in David's Park, a wooded area near Waukesha, Wisconsin, during a game of hide-and-seek on May 31st, 2014. The perpetrators, Anissa Weir, was born November 10th. My brain shut down. Twinth. Was born November 10th, 2001. And Morgan Geyser was born May 16th, 2002. They pinned down Peyton, also known as Bella, a nickname used at the time of the crime, and stabbed her 19 times in the arms, legs, and torso with a five-inch long blade. Jesus. Two wounds were to major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter, and another went through her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. Fuck. Weir and Geyser told Peyton to lie down while they would find help, but they did not get any upon leaving. Afterwards, Peyton dragged herself to a nearby road where she was found by a cyclist. And the cyclist called 911 when he saw her. And how old was she when this happened? You said 14? They were 12. 12, all of them? All of them were 12. Wow. Around five hours later, Weir and Geyser were apprehended near Interstate 94 at Steinfeld's Furniture Store after walking 4.9 miles. The knife used in the stabbing was in a bag they carried. Their goal was to meet Slender Man at his mansion called Slender Mansion. Creative. Yep. 
and the Nicolet National Forest, roughly a 200-mile hike from their location. Holy shit. During their interviews, Geyser was described as feeling no empathy, while Weir was described as feeling guilty for stabbing the victim, but both felt that the attack was needed to appease Slenderman. Yeah. yeah. It was like, you know, well, the ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah. Peyton left the hospital seven days after the attack. She returned. She finally returned to school in September 2014. That's impressive that in, like, what did you say, 12 days? Yeah. She recovered from 19 stab wounds, including one, like, two to major well, organs. seven days. She left the hospital after seven days. Seven days. And then just went back to school. And went back to happened. school in well, September. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And the fact that she crawled to the road, like, she pulled yeah. herself out she of Yeah, she had I like a lot their, of will to live. I like that their thought process was, like, <laughs> why do they bother going, you just stay here, we'll go get help. Oh, yeah. I mean, you already stabbed her 19 times. You stabbed times. her 19 yeah. times. She's not going to be like, oh, I bet they're going to go get help. Because that makes it sound like they went, oh, whoops. Whoopsie. My bad. We'll go get help. Whoopsie daisy. It, it slipped. So let's talk about Geyser's mental state. Yeah. While growing up, Geyser experienced many hallucinations such as ghosts, colors melting down walls, and imaginary friends, one named Maggie and the other Sev. One hallucination that occurred often was of a man, Geyser named it, whose, Geyser named it, Mm -hmm. whose body was the color of smoke and ink that stood behind her in mirrors or shifted around corners similar to that of Slenderman. Okay. After the arrest, Geyser's mother, Angie, stated she became floridly psychotic. Mm Mm-hmm. Correction officer saw Geyser talking to herself often, pretending to be a cat and keeping ants as pets. She saw unicorns as well as had continual conversations with Slender Man and other fictional characters such as Severus Snape. That just sounds like Tuesday. I'm not. In fall of 2014, Geyser was moved to Winnebago Mental Health Institute to determine if she would be competent enough to stand trial. They diagnosed Geyser on October 22, 2014, with early-onset childhood schizophrenia. However, instead of treatment and medication, they focused on explaining the law to Geyser to prepare her for the trial. (laughs) Nearly half a year later, Geyser was found competent enough to stand trial. Jesus. Geyser's schizophrenia was continually left untreated for 19 months. That's good. Leading her to remain in a state of psychosis or out of touch with reality. Sure. In December, she was sent back to Winnebago and given antipsychotics, which later allowed Geyser to feel remorse after clearing her mind. Right. On March 23, 2016, Geyser was sent back to jail with the medication where she rapidly deteriorated. However, after a suicide attempt, Geyser was transferred back to Winnebago. Yeah. This poor... I was going to say that's sad. Yeah. It, this... Because she's obviously unwell and then diagnosed. Yeah. You know, and then they were just still like, eh, we'll just leave her in jail for now. Yeah. She, need, she needed help. And it yeah. sounded like for that split second there that it was... It was working. Starting it was to working. work. And, she yeah. was was, and, and I feel bad about, like you said, she was clear yeah. for a while and yeah. then felt the remorse because it's like you find out, well, when I wasn't here, I did something horrible. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then you're like... I can't believe I did that, blah, blah, blah. And then they just let you slip back into not being in control of your own mind and body. Yeah, because I feel like when she was in the Mental Health Institute, 
she was getting her medicine regularly. Mm-hmm. She was right. probably seeing therapists. You know, they yeah. were talking to her and about So they stuff. sent her back to Winnebago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they sent her back there after she attempted suicide at the prison. Yeah. And I obviously don't know anything that was going on in that prison, but they probably weren't giving her her medication on a no. regular basis, you know. So what if she missed a day or two here? Or, right. you know, we're out, but we don't feel like getting any because you attempted to kill your friend at 12 years right, old. Yeah, they just saw her as a criminal, not yeah. as somebody who needs help. Yeah. Now, the court case and negotiations. Following the investigation, Geyser was charged with attempted first-degree homicide, a Class A felony, and Weir was charged with attempted second-degree homicide, a Class B felony. Due to the nature of the offenses, both Weir and Geyser were waived out of juvenile court to be tried as adults. Adults, yeah. In 2017, Weir pleaded guilty to being a party to an attempted second-degree homicide. A jury then found her not guilty by mental disease or defect. Geyser attempted a plea offer under which she would not go to trial and would be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she should be placed in the mental hospital. She later pleaded guilty but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect and was diagnosed with schizophrenia from which her father also suffers. Yeah. Weir was sentenced to 25 years to life, an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute, followed by communal supervision until age 37. Yeah. Geyser was given the maximum sentence 40 years to life, an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement. And in addition to involuntary treatment and a state psychiatric psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until age 53 whichever may happen first followed by continued communal supervision periodic reevaluations and or reinstitution and further treatment as needed while geyser will periodically have the opportunity to petition for, for her release from a mental health facility in the future she will remain under institutional care for the duration of the sentence during her trial Geyser had been committed to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute and was the youngest patient there. Yeah. At a court hearing on March 10th, 2021, Rear, who was by then 19, submitted a letter to the court stating that she was sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain, and fear I have caused, not just to Lutner, but to my community as well. Weir stated that I hate my actions from May 31st, 2014, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them. Mm-hmm. On July 1st, 2021, Waukesha County Judge Michael Boran ordered Rear release from the Winnebago Mental Health Institute, gave state officials 60 days to draw up a conditional release plan, and required that Rear be assigned State Department of Health Services case managers to track her progress until she is 37 years old, which yeah. was the length of her commitment. Right. On September 13th, 2021, Weir was released with multiple stipulations that included 24-hour GPS monitoring, requiring her not to leave Waukesha County without permission. Weir will also have her internet usage monitored and will not be allowed to use any forms of social media. Sure. Weir will also be required to take medication and will be personally escorted to regular counseling sessions by a caseworker. She will also be required to live with her father during her probation. Yeah. Not having TikTok? 
Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I get so many good memes there. Yeah. At 2 a.m. when you can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it on. and <laughs> Cheese tax. Tex. The cheese tax. You're right. TikTok's the real loss here. <laughs> 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 Not her youth, you know? Yeah. So, did... I know that we diagnosed uh, Geyser, but do we ever know what... So... What, like, what mental... Like, Pey- how do they disease or defect? Is that how they phrased it? So, Peyton and where and Rear, um, Anissa mm-hmm. were best friends. Uh huh. Morgan moved to the neighborhood, the neighborhood mm-hmm. middle school. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they're only 12, so I think she moved there like two or three years before the stabbing happened, right. And she had kind of got her claws in on got her, got her claws in to Anissa. Yeah. And Peyton started to get jealous. Well, then Peyton started driving them crazy. And Anissa peer pressure happens right. at an early age, especially when you're new and you're trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. So from what my understanding is, Morgan in all intents and purposes made a bad decision. They don't think she's truly Oh, you mean, so I thought Morgan was the one that had schizophrenia. Wasn't it Morgan Geyser? No, I thought it was Anissa. Now you're making me, I knew I should have. It's Anissa, yeah. Yeah, so Geyser has schizophrenia. Schizophrenia, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're okay. I just wanted to make sure I was following the right people. Yeah, so then Anissa moved in and was new to the neighborhood. I take it back. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And she just made a bad decision wanting to fit in with her friend. Yeah. You know, because initially she was supposed to be the one to stab oh. Peyton. And she said, I, I can't do it. And so then Morgan did it. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I. I yeah. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. So she was more an accessory. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why she was just a class B. <clears throat> right. Yeah, second degree. Um. And was let off on, I want to say, like, good behavior, but basically showing signs of remorse and reformation. Yeah. yeah. And rehabilitation. And the mug shots of these two little girls is terrifying. Because well, yeah, at the it's time, it's odd to see. Yeah, because they're 12. Why right. am I looking at a mug shot of these two little girls? Well, and you figure Morgan, especially, for, you know, for certain, was not. Uh, you know, on this plane of, of reality, mm-hmm. right? As far as her, her mental state. Yeah. And then I'm sure Anissa was in some state of shock and psychosis from what she did. Yeah. Right. And was and took part in. Yeah. But the poor parents. Right. Yeah. I mean, imagine being told, yeah, your two little girls tried to kill somebody. Yeah. Cause they were at a sleepover, a friend, you know, a girl that, you know, yeah, they were at a sleepover. I forget. Whose house they were at. Right. It wasn't Peyton's, but it was either Anissa or Morgan's house. Yeah. And they snuck out. Mm-hmm. You know, they went down the kitchen, took a knife, and said, you know, Let, let's go, let's go to the forest, you know? Yeah. And then all this happened. So mom's probably down there just baking cookies. Right, or whatever. Yeah, watching imagine getting that phone and... call of, yeah, your, yeah. your daughter's friends of, what, two years? Yeah, two or three years. Yeah, two yeah. or three years, just took her out to the forest and tried to kill her. Tried to kill her. So, in 2020, an appeals court rejected Geyser's petition to be retried as a juvenile. 
Okay. Her attorney, Matthew Pinks, argued that she should have been charged with attempted second-degree intentional homicide rather than first-degree and argued that Geyser gave statements to investigators before being read her Miranda rights. Oh, okay. He has petitioned the Supreme Court of Wisconsin to review the ruling. In early 2021, the Wisconsin Supreme Court declined to hear the appeal. Hmm. They're like, yeah, pass. So- sorry. Yeah. She's honestly a danger to society. Yeah, at this point in time. So, now the aftermath. Mm-hmm. In the aftermath of the stabbing, the creepypasta wiki was blocked throughout the Waukesha School District. On the Tuesday following the stabbing, Slenderman creator Eric Kunzen said, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. Slosh Train. When I typed that out, I was like, what is that? Because I was like trying to think, you know, what, what word is that? And I was like, slosh train. I'm with it. I got it. The administrator of the Creepypasta Wiki said that the stabbing was an isolated incident, incident that did not accurately represent the Creepypasta community. Right, yeah, no, it was somebody who was mentally unwell. Yeah. And for some reason they attached to... Yeah, they took it way too far. Well, and you figure, like you said, she had hallucinations as a young girl yeah. of something that somewhat resembled Slenderman. Yeah, so, so then when, when she, she saw sees that, Slenderman, she's like, he is real, you yeah. know. He also stated that the Creepypasta Wiki was a literary website and that they did not condone murder or satanic rituals. Right. Members of the Creepypasta community held a 24-hour live stream on YouTube June 13th and 14th of 2014 to raise money for the stabbing victim. Joe Joswoski, an administrator on the Creepypasta website, said that the purpose of the stream was to show that members of the community cared for the victim and did not condone real-world violence because they enjoyed fiction that contains violence. Right. Now, this is this kind of makes you feel happy. Uh-huh. Like people are coming forward right. for. On August 12th, Governor Scott Walker issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13th, 2014, Purple Hearts for Healing Day, and encouraged the people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing. He also praised the strength and determination exhibited by Lutner during her recovery. The city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day Bratwurst Festival to honor Lutner on August 29th. Several days before the victim returned to school, hot dogs and Bratwurst were sold to raise money towards the victim's medical costs. This event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000 for her. Dang. Yeah. Cash. And when I was reading about Peyton, she has severe PTSD. Well, sure. Oh, yeah. Her mom has stated that, you know, she she doesn't have any friends. She she, oh, yeah, she won't mean, make... Imagine your trust issues. Yeah, she won't make friends. Um, for the longest time, she wouldn't leave the house. She wouldn't She wouldn't get on the computer. You no, know? I don't blame her. No. I don't blame her and one bit. Eventually, they said, you know, with therapy and everything. Right. Because mom said, you know, obviously this affected all of us. Yeah. But I don't want it to ruin her life. Right. She yeah. lived for a reason. Yeah. It's my job to make sure she doesn't. Yeah. And like they didn't kill her, so her life shouldn't end there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what her mom said. You know, I understand her drawbacks. Yeah. She's like, seriously, I, I get yeah, it. I mean, it's, I, it's you know, perfectly I almost, rational. Yeah. To be. She's like, I almost lost my daughter because of these two. Yeah. It'd be easy for mom to be overbearing and overprotective yeah. of like, I don't want her going out and making friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently she was like that at first, but well, she's sure. like, I understand. I understood that, you know, 
first of all, it was an isolated incident. And second of all, it's not healthy for any of them in the family to... Yeah, because Peyton's an only child. Yeah. But, yeah, she said, you know, she's better now, but she wouldn't go out. She wouldn't do anything. She wouldn't make any friends, you know. Even when she was making friends, you know, mom would be like, you can bring them here. You don't have to leave. You can come home. Yeah, you can bring them over. But... She was like, no, I'm... Yeah, no, pass. pass. And when college came, it was finally like, you need to live your life. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't remember for sure, but I think she lived on her college campus, mm. and her mom said, you know, that was a massive step Big for her, step, yeah. and I was proud of her for it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a lot of trust. Yeah. But that's the Slender Man stabbings. And it's a little more cheerful than last week's episode, because it yeah. ends on a high note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I still feel really bad for Morgan. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who's, you know, she did a really horrible thing, but it's also, she's partly a victim insofar yeah. as she's a victim of her own mental illness. Yeah, because yeah, apparently... And I don't think anywhere in the United States is very well equipped to take care of somebody who's both a criminal and mentally ill. Yeah. You know, they usually end up getting more criminal treatment than, men, you know... And apparently... Trying to be treated. Her teachers had brought up to her parents that they thought she should see see somebody right. because in class she would draw very horrible pictures. Right. Well, and it's that thing of if dad had schizophrenia and at a young age she's showing signs of hallucinating and things like that, why didn't the parents go, well, you know, yeah, and they, probably they gave schizophrenia. Her, they gave her a lot of freedom because when I was reading, her parents were the set of, you know, she, she can do what she wants, you know. Right. We're not... But apparently they were... They weren't very active. They weren't parents. very active, and they were into... I don't want to say really weird stuff, but like they were into the occult and mm-hmm. everything. That So she's been around it her entire right. life. Mm-hmm. So To her, it's just the norm. It's just right. the well, norm. So that's... Yeah, that's part of the whole like... Nature versus nurture. Well, and with schizophrenia, you know, it, it takes a lot of your environment into account. Yeah. You know, I mean, down to the fact of like, apparently hallucinations are cultural. Yeah. Where like people in like... I mean, you just use an example like Canada tend to have more um, like pleasant voices in their heads. Well, it's because the Canadians are so nice. Right. We're, uh, and I'm just using that as an example. I yeah. don't. But then like, you know, here in the U.S., we have more malicious. Yeah. You know, the hallucinations that are telling you to do something bad or telling you to do something bad to yourself or other people or things like that. And, and you know, so it is cultural of like your environment, you know, plays a big part in what your brain can create for you. Mm-hmm. So if she was raised around the occult and things like that. Yeah. It makes sense that her hallucinations would dive towards that. Just like how you see people with delusions of grandeur from schizophrenia who were raised religious yeah. oftentimes think that either they themselves are Jesus or God on earth or were chosen by God or things like that. Yeah. They tend to really obsess over, you know, I'm somebody majorly important in this religion. And it sounds like she kind of did the same thing, but with Slender Man. Yeah. Right. Is I'm, yeah. I am meant to meet him and do those things for him. Right. Yeah. And a weird fact about Morgan is she liked to be a cat. She would like. Well, you said, yeah, when she was in jail, she pretended to be, be a, a cat. cat. Yeah. She would just crawl around and act like a cat. And I'm like, I'm, I'm Same. not. I'm not. Dude, I get it. <laughs> Meow. But <laughs> you would think as a parent, 
after like the age of four or five. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. That after, you might be like. At a certain point, you go. All right. Stop. Uh, yeah, stop, stop, right. stop fucking being a. You cat. might bring up to her doctor, you know, her vaccination appointment or whatever before <laughs> yeah. school. She won't stop being a cat. She won't she... stop being a cat. Don't know how to bring this up, but. This is an odd conversation we're about to have, Doc. But I need to talk to you about she something. She keeps spraying the curtains. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Can she we keeps, get her spayed? Like, she keeps this? yakking up hairballs. <laughs> yeah, she won't stop licking herself. <laughs> She's spraying the curtain. She insists on shitting in a cat box. <laughs> I, I ain't know. cleaning that. I and mean, it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. No, all jokes aside, yeah, she is mentally unwell. and uh, Yeah. You know, unfortunately, it sounds like she's going to basically just be locked up the rest of her life. Yeah. And you know. Getting subpar care. Yeah. Because she should have never been sent. Especially if it's a state facility. Yeah. It's only as good as its budget. Yeah. Right? And I doubt it's getting Yeah, and unfortunately, state-funded mental health institutions don't always get the the front burner of Mm -hmm. funds. Yeah, they tend to be, again, more like a prison than Yeah, which is sad because there are people out there who are just mentally ill and need help. But on the other hand, the non-state funded mental health institutions are so expensive. Right. Yeah. It's that, that and awful, it's, like, well, what do you choose? And it's hard for families. Subpar care or bankruptcy. Yeah. You know, it's hard for families to go, I need the help, but I can't afford yeah. to put them in there. This is America. Yeah. Because, like, she might have not done those things if she was being... She had the proper properly care. Mm-hmm. cared, you know, mm-hmm. between medication and therapy. She might not have done the thing. Or she might never do something like that again if she is properly yeah. medicated and things like that. So she could be a rehabilitated member of society. Yeah. And we'll just never know. Yeah. Because they find it easier just to keep her in there than... Yeah, lock her away and ignore her. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, on that note... On that note... On the, the high note there, like you said. <laughs> Peyton lived. Peyton lived. Yes. And sounds like she's trying to move forward with yeah. her life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's trying to move forward with her Good life and not. Now, I don't know if she's ever had contact with either one of them. Yeah, that'd be something interesting, especially yeah. with. Maybe a letter. Anissa could... being out. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Anissa sent, just sent her a letter. You yeah. know, right. just... Or at least asked permission. Would it be okay to. Would it be yeah. okay, you know, even if, you know, they called. Anissa called mom and dad and said, I, I, I would like to, I would like to see yeah. Peyton or write her a letter and see if she would like to see me. Yeah. And apologize. And to apologize. But all we can do is hope for the best. Yep. And I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you have anything you want to hear, you want me to talk about, you want to tell me, you can always email me at the letter a couple of creeps at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm a loser and I don't use Twitter. So there's Fuck that. It. Don't need it. I got don't. Facebook Mm-mm. and Instagram. And the gram. The gram. Bitches love the gram. I see you looking at my P-I-C. Yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> that is not the first time I have whipped that out on Colin this week. No, it's not. I don't even know what that's from. I don't either. <laughs> We're just rolling with it. Yeah, I just look at her and go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday when we were at Bath it, and Bo- I'm assuming it's a song. Yeah. Is it from a K-pop group? It's from a soloist, Jesse. I knew it. J- 
Jesse's girl. So let's wrap this thing up here. <laughs> Since uh, I really threw the wheels off this wagon with that. <laughs> Turn it into karaoke. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> but as I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Reach out to me. And if not, I will see you again next week. And stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>